Sean, and this is Sess with Cass. God, I'm like professionally sorry for that. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Sass with Cass. I'm your host, Cassandra Grodd, and I'm the best-selling author of both Bully and Darling. It is my intention behind creating this podcast to share with you my passion around helping others feel like their most confident selves. Even if this podcast is just able to give you a smile or something to lighten up your day, I really hope that I can share my love for healing, beauty, sex, life, and everything in between. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the Self Love Club. Oh, hey there. <laughs> and welcome back to Sass with Cass. Guys, Oh my gosh, I am so happy to be here right now. Let me paint a little picture for you. I am sitting at my desk. It is about 6 p.m. The weather in Auckland is just apocalyptic. And if you know me at all, you know how much of a kink rainy weather is for me. I have this theory where I write better when it rains and every time it's rainy, I'm like, I'm just kind of in my heaven. And to be honest, I mean, I do love the sun too, but I am really, really happy to be here today with you guys. Um, Thank you for giving me the last week off, I guess you could say, um, <laughs> like you're my boss. Um, <laughs> but thank you for giving me last week. I was super, super, super sick, guys. Oh my gosh. Um, I do not have the unnameable um, illness, but <laughs> I, I'm like a believer that they're all listening to us. And I, it's like Voldemort. I'm like, don't say it out loud. Uh, so I don't have, yes, anything too serious, but it did take me a full week to um, get over it and to recover. I also very, very unfortunately lost one of my beautiful best friends. And so I would be so honored if you guys would be um, open and accepting to Liv's energy throughout this podcast. I also just want to dedicate this podcast to her and to just tell her spirit that I love her so much. Um, And it has been a tough few weeks for me and my friends grieving the loss of someone as beautiful as Liv. Uh, So with all that in account, let's get started. Uh, This episode, I am going to be doing a sort of big sister talks. um, And I really do kind of feel like I fill a big sister esque role on the internet and with my writing and with advice. I think it's cute and easy and fun for me to just sort of snapshot these episodes every once in a while and do a big sister series and just be able to like free flow a bit of advice for you guys, answer all your questions because I just get so many goddamn questions, guys. Um, 
and just be able to sit and chat with you guys one-on-one really. Um, So I hope that you're comfortable and safe and happy wherever you are. Uh, If you're in New Zealand, we are in lockdown number two, baby. Uh, It's been a lot. It's really been a lot. I don't know about you guys. Um, I feel really compelled to share this, but I have just been feeling so unmotivated. Does that like resonate for anyone? Does that land? I have just been feeling like all I want to do is sit in my bed and watch Netflix and just never get out of it. My room has been a mess. And yes, I've been sick, but I've also just been noticing a huge worldwide call for rest and relaxation and a calmer, more composed energy. Um... I don't know if any of that sort of resonates for you guys, but just know that if it does, that's actually a global call for consciousness. And I kind of feel like every soul has been feeling it, to be really honest with you. Um, So yeah, make sure you're giving yourselves space to recuperate and relax and regenerate right now. It is... It's, it's, it's been a crazy year. Like I don't, I don't need to come on a podcast and tell you guys that it has been a crazy year and I'm sure everyone as well as the global battles and, um, you know, things and crises we've faced or movements we've faced, everyone is going through crisis and movement in their own lives, right? You're you're all on your own personal journey and you all have different things showing up for you. So please, um, take space and take time to delve into those and to assess those face first, Um, yeah, and take space for yourself. Okay, so I'm going to do like a quick little segment, hopefully this is enjoyable, of things that I've been loving right now. Um, so just like some, and this is not sponsored, this is just totally my own, um, opinion. So I have been really loving cacao. And I don't know if any of you have heard of cacao ceremonies or the benefits of cacao, but cacao is basically... Um, a mood booster, a stimulant, great for creativity and just opening the third eye and opening to blessings and receiving in general. Uh, If you haven't researched on it, do a bit of research, but I just wanted to put you guys on because I mean, I just had my cacao and it's like a drug baby and it honestly tastes like hot chocolate. Do get a really high quality cacao would be my advice. Um, But I have been absolutely loving cacao. So it's great for my writing. I really find it does really help. Um, so I thought I would put you on to that being my first thing that I'm really loving for like Cass's favorites right now. The second thing that I am absolutely loving right now are candles. And this might be no surprise because I'm a candle obsessed fiend. Um, but I recently asked for a bunch of your recommends on Instagram for candles. I currently have a Dippy Teak one burning. I don't know if anyone has any experience with that brand. And I have a whole big list of um, brands that I want to try out. I have used a lot of Glasshouse in the past, Lumiere in the past. Um, so if you have any candle brands, please recommend them to me. I am obsessed with candles right now. And the third thing I'm obsessed with, guys, I am absolutely loving 
anything cozy, like cozy sets, like matching sets, pajamas and pants. I'm just obsessed with cozy sets. I feel like I'm drinking my cacao in my cozy sets with my candles and it is just fan bloody tastic. So the set that I'm currently super obsessed with, again, this is not sponsored at all. This is from actually from the brand Meshki, M-E-S-H-I-K, oh, E-K-E, a little <laughs> okay, Meshki, do you know what I'm talking about? If you do, yes. If you don't, okay. I will link it below. Um, They're kind of like an Instagram brand, but like not. But I'm loving that brand. Um, And then also just a quick little book recommend. I am reading the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Wow. What a woman. I pray to God to be able to write like that much of a bad bitch one day. She is that my fucking queen, baby. She is on it. So I have been loving those things. Those are my quick little recommends in case anyone is after something to enjoy over the next little time. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to roll straight into your questions. So the first thing I'm going to talk about on Big Sister Talks, which is our episode today, is something that I've been asked about a lot on Instagram through my DMs. So you guys can always DM me. DM me. I do get a lot a day. Um, some days it averages honestly over a hundred. So I do try my best to get back to them. And if I don't, I will probably just answer all your questions at some point in a podcast like this, where I have the space to talk about it. So a lot of you guys have been asking about my journey on contraception. Um, and it is something that I feel really passionately about. So I want to talk about it quite quickly. To start my journey off, I started the pill when I was roughly 16 to 17, and I went on a pill called Yasmin. I originally went on it because I had terrible issues with my skin, and I was also on a pill called Isotane for my skin, and I was actually on a really high dosage. So I was on about 20 milligrams a day if you take Isotane. And to answer any questions about that, it did work and it did clear my skin. It is very aggressive, and I had huge side effects. Um, I struggled greatly with depression whilst on it. I would burst into tears in the middle of nowhere. I experienced severe dry lips dry skin, dry eyes, it would hurt to blink. So it's a really gnarly drug and it does wreak a lot of habit on your, havoc Sorry, on your liver. I would drink one drink and be wasted. Oh, actually, I'm so sorry I would not drink because I was actually mm, not 18 years of age. So on <laughs> Cass, this is why we maybe don't talk about our teenage years. Anyway, so we're all adults here, as if you didn't sneak a vodka cruiser out your parents' bloody front window, mate, we've all done it. Um, (laughs) Bye. So yeah, it would, it would, it did screw me up and it is a very strong potion to be on, but it did work. Um, So I was on Yasmin for about a year. I found it effective. I had no issues with it. um, And Yeah, I I then ended up going off Yasmin. The reason I went off Yasmin was because I started to experience kind of like endless bleeding, like beyond breakthrough bleeding, just like all the time. Like I would kind of have my period twice or three times a month and it was just too much. Well, it was, it was clearly bad for my iron levels. My iron levels started to drop and I went off it and I didn't need to be on contraception at that point. So I 
gave myself about a year off contraception. The time rolled around, boy meets girl, girl meets boy, and your girl was getting it in and needed to go back on some contraception. So naturally, I went back on the same pill. Enter apocalypse now. My moods were up and down. I was I would have to pull my car over and cry. I would go to the gym. I would have to put the weights down and just cry. I was so depressed. My mind felt really, really cloudy. Nothing was working. I was bleeding through the pill the whole time and I just felt terrible. It's one of the lowest I've ever felt in my entire life. I had absolutely no sex drive and that's what kills me with going on contraceptive pills. Like, It literally has like the opposite effect. You go on it because you're having sex and then you don't even want to have sex. So my doctor ended up switching me to a different version of Yasmin called Yaz. From there, everything just multiplied and got 10 times worse. From there, he tried to put me on a pill called Norman. Same thing. I would bleed through Norman. My skin was really up and down huge issues, bloating. I just didn't feel like myself. And for the third and final round, I tried a pill called Jeanette. Everything, every symptom that I just told you, plus weight gain kept happening. And it got to the point where I could literally hardly recognize myself or my mood. I felt like I was a different person. The person, the Cass who was showing up was not who I am and birth control affected my life so majorly that I almost didn't want to keep living. It really, really severely screwed me up. And when I was sort of in those younger years, sort of 19, 20, 21, I would lie in my mother's arms at times and cry. Like I had, I would have cramps every day. Like I literally got tested for um, polycystic ovaries and endometriosis, everything. And I didn't have anything. It was literally just the pill. So I, long story short, my journey with contraception, I had a really, really awful and bad experience on the pill. It just completely didn't work for me. I tried nearly every single pill and that is when I got my Marina or my IUD. So I had my IUD placed two years ago. I went to one of the best doctors ever. I spent the money. I have the hormonal one. I have, I don't have the copper marina. I have the one with hormones. I did a lot of research and personally for me, um, the advice and the research that I was given was that the copper one can increase bleeding and can make your periods stronger. So for me, having breakthrough bleeding and having two periods a month on the pill normally, that was what I wanted to avoid. Whereas all my friends who had the hormonal IUD had never experienced that. And if anything had lost their period, not unhealthily, it's just quite common that you have a much lighter one. Um, And that was my preferred route. I got it inserted. I stayed awake for the insertion process. It was quite scary. It was quite painful, but it was very quick. Um, and I, as I said, I went to a specialist. I would not recommend even going to your GP. I know many people may have, but I don't know personally in my experience. And what I would like to tell you is if you're going to do that, you do it once and you do it right, because I don't want to have any issues with that. And I don't want any of you guys to have any issues with that. I think it is worth saving the money and going somewhere good guys, because this thing lasts five years. You don't want someone to just Sally to just slam it up. Yeah. Like I don't really want anything slammed up me ever. 
So that would be my advice. Uh, Just to wrap up my experience on the IUD, I have never felt more like myself. I feel like my complete own person. My mood is regulated. My anxiety is better. My skin has been so good, so in line. My hormones feel balanced. I haven't experienced any weight gain. Um, I did gain some weight that I needed to lose from the States, but that was because your girl was eating deep dish pizza like twice a day that we cannot blame that on the marina. Actually, you know what? I would like to blame that weight gain on the marina. Um, but it's just, it's just not fair guys. It's just not fair. So it has been a phenomenal, phenomenal Cass, phenomenal. (laughs) It has been a phenomenal experience on the marina and I could not recommend it enough. But to wrap up my conversation on contraception, I would seriously, seriously recommend doing some big research and talking to as many people as possible. I think I truly talked to about 30 women who had an IUD before I got one, before I made sure it was the right choice for me. Also, I just want to disclaim that that is my personal story and my personal experience. Everyone is different. Everybody is different. The pill might really work for you and that's fucking awesome. This is for the people that maybe it doesn't. Please do not take what I'm saying as Bible. This is literally big sister advice and my personal story, all right? But that is my wrap up on contraception. Honestly, guys, the other thing I really like to say as your big sister right now is please don't use the pull out method. Like truly, I've got some friends who've been doing that for way too long. It's just not worth it. Um, I think one of the biggest warning signs I have off that is one of my best friend's mum has a son to a man who was a one night stand and used the pull out method. And now she has an 18 year old son. So let's just be safe at all times. That is my number one piece of advice um, that I want to tell you as your big sister today. (laughs) Okay. So the next question that someone asked me, which I thought was really cool, was how to stay inspired and motivated. Um, I guess a lot of people right now not feeling inspired and not feeling motivated. And honestly, guys, neither am I. Like sometimes I'm super inspired, I'm on it and I'm waking up and I'm smashing up my morning routine. And sometimes I wake up and I roll over and I'm on TikTok for two hours and I'm watching a Netflix doco and it is what it is. So please don't feel like you have to be inspired and creative all the time. Give yourself permission to take a break and step back from your creative projects or from your work. There are moments in life where you can't have it all together. There are moments in life where you're going to drop the ball. There's moments in life where you're not even going to be holding the ball. It is what it is. And there's beauty in so much of that. There's beauty in the stillness. There's beauty in the pause. There are ideas brewing and creating on a different level that are waiting to come through and be dropped down for you. And sometimes our body really, really, really just needs rest. Um, So that is kind of my advice. Okay, someone said how to escape the friend zone. I have a lot of questions about this. Ladies, 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 what are we doing? What are we doing in the friend zone? There are so many questions about this. I mean, Okay, number one, you're going to need to communicate because if you're in the friend zone, you need to know if you're ever going to be moved out of it. So I would kind of challenge this question and ask like, have you ever asked him what you are or what you kind of think you are or if he could ever see you in that light or see you 
in the future. Um, in my opinion, guys are like pretty upfront, honest, well, not upfront and honest, but they kind of, the one thing you've got to realize about guys is they don't always tell you, they show you. So you need to look at his actions and how he's treating you and where he's kind of placing you, um, in his life. Because if he's going to act right and he sees you romantically, he will treat you romantically from the start. Like guys go after what they want, especially when they like a girl, like they go full throttle. So, I, I mean, you need to definitely have a conversation. I know that that might be scary. Like, trust me, I'm the last person who wants to have a tough conversation sometimes. But the reason why you need to do that, guys, is because you're saving yourself time by doing that. Like, do you really want to waste two, three, four years of your life pining over this guy that's going to turn around and not want you back? Fuck no. That is the biggest waste of time of your youth, of your energy. You, by holding on to this person, are shutting yourself off from other potential offers. So get clear. There are going to be situations out there with girls in the friend zone who they're going to have this conversation and the guys are going to be like, wow, thank God I really liked you and I was too pussy to tell you. Or there's something stopping him. There's something in his head, some some reason why he can't. So give him the invitation and open the door for him to come through if it's right for him and if he sees you like that. L- guys are really good at like making moves, but they need to know that you're interested and that that's a possibility for them. He might literally just be like way too nervous because you're super hot and he doesn't think he's got any chance with you. Like you don't know. Like all, every situation I'm talking to right now is probably so different. So communication is absolutely key. Okay, another big topic and trend in the questions is people asking for tips and advice on anxiety um, or self-confidence, self-love, how to bring those things, well not anxiety, but how to bring confidence into your daily routine and sort of get rid of anxiety. Um, Unfortunately, I'm probably going to tell you guys something that you've heard a hundred times, meditation. I have been meditating recently and it is such a goddamn game changer. Like, wow, it really is so crazy, guys. It just centers you. It brings me back to myself. And you know what I do? I search those guided, I search guided meditation on Spotify and I just pick one that calls to me. I just scroll down, scroll down, scroll down and I pick one and I sit every morning and I do it. And it's 10 minutes out of my day and it makes a really huge difference because what's happening with anxiety is you've got so many thoughts in your head. I actually, I said this on my Instagram live uh, was it alive? I did it on a Q&A, but I'm, why don't we do it now? Why don't we do it? Let's do it. Um, this is actually an ex- exercise from Oprah, so it's not my exercise. Okay, so wherever you are, if you're driving, you probably won't be able to do this, but pull over. I'm going to get everyone right now to shut their eyes. Shut your eyes. And with your eyes shut, I'm going to mention some objects And I'm going to get you to imagine them. With your eyes shut, breathing in, imagine a red triangle. Red triangle, a full moon, a full moon, a cat, a cat, a tree, a tree, a book, a book. And open your eyes. Okay, so in the exercise, which I've done with so many of my friends, any of my friends, Lauren, if you're listening to this, is going to be like, Cash, shut up. (laughs) Um, 
So in that exercise, the reason why I love it so much is because it was when I really clicked and Oprah did this exercise actually in, um, she went to India and I think she did it with Gandhi. I think it's low key Gandhi's exercise. Shout out Gandhi. It, your thoughts are the red triangle. They're the moon. They're the book. They're the cat, the tree. Those are your thoughts. You are not a moon or a red triangle or a tree or a cat. You are the observer. You are the person standing there witnessing the creation of those things. So if you can think of a red triangle or a cat or a tree or a house, you can think of anything. You can think the positive, the negative, the anxious, the sad, the happy. Those are all your thoughts. They are not true. Your thoughts are not fact. They are not Bible. They are not, they are a story. They are a creation like Harry Potter, like JK Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Those are thoughts. They are magical things and they create so much, but they are not real. And you have the power to change them. To me, anxiety is the lack of recognition of that power. To me, anxiety is the helplessness to the thoughts, the no control over the red triangle or the moon or the cat. It is just a free flow, never ending, critical, anxious train that runs through my mind day after day. That is anxiety. And the answer to anxiety is mindfulness and harnessing that thought process and that mindfulness, that is the absolute key. So to create mindfulness, you need to bring awareness to your thoughts. There are so many incredible self-help books on this that could help you. Um, podcasts such as Oprah's and Russell Brand's uh, other people that really, really deep dive into mindfulness. Um, but that brings a lot of peace to my mind personally. Uh, for self-confidence and self-love and bringing that in your day-to-day, I think the key there is really liking what you do and just removing this pressure, this constant placement of what you look like and what you have and what you're wearing and what you're this physical being, which is such a beautiful thing. It's, it's beautiful to love to be beautiful. I love being beautiful. I want to be a beautiful person. Absolutely. But when you are beautiful on the inside and when you find that peace and that love for yourself and what you're doing on the daily, that is when the external beauty comes. It literally radiates out of your face. Like, have you ever seen someone who's so aligned with what they're doing and so passionate about what they're doing? And it's just written on their face. They just glow differently. They just hit differently. It's like sunlight every time they smile. And that is, I I really do believe that. So get, get, you know, centered and get a piece of paper and write down what you enjoy and what you love. So for me, it's connecting with people, creating, reading, writing, spirituality, pulling cards for people, pulling cards for myself. It's listening to podcasts. It's educating myself. It's growing. So I know that I need to do all those things on a daily. I create a morning routine. Every morning I wake up and I do those things. I don't even touch my phone for the first hour I'm awake. I'm doing gratitude. I'm doing journaling. I'm doing a meditation. I'm reading. I'm centering myself. I'm sitting in my bed with a coffee. You all might have different things that bring you joy. You're not going to be a weird meditating monk like me. You're going to have 
all these different things that you enjoy and it's about fitting them into your day to find joy and when you find joy in what you're doing you will find joy in yourself when you love what you're doing you will love yourself and that you know that's just my perspective and my answer it might not be entirely true or you you know not I mean I'm sure it's it's true for me but you know there's there's a multitude of opinions on this so do get reading and you know, searching. Brené Brown is really great. You guys should read some Brené Brown. I always talk about her, but that's another great person to ask about self-love and mindfulness and anxiety. Okay, the next... Oh, by the way, guys, I'm still quite a little bit sick, so I keep having to um, pause to kind of like breathe and blow my nose, which I normally don't have to do. So I'm, I'm really sorry about my voice, or I'm really sorry if you can... Um, tell that I'm sort of pausing a little bit to breathe. Um, okay, so the next question is how to stop seeking validation or approval from men. Um, this was such an interesting question and I felt quite deeply about it. I know what you mean, sister. I went to an all-boys school. I know that sounds insane, but they let girls in in the last two years and it was definitely a lot of male energy to be around me. I think also being on social media and posting certain photos or painting yourself in a certain light, it is, it has a huge amount of male attention and male validation surrounding it, um, especially when you're posting in bikini photos, you know. So I, I know what it feels like to kind of be focused on that or to sort of be posting something for someone's uh, to like it or so he can see it or like, has he seen my story? Like all that kind of thing. And I used to really live in that arena of life. Um, the one thing I would kind of tell you is when you're seeking validation from anyone else, like not just men, men or women or anyone, it, it it's pulling you as far away from your true authentic self as possible because it's placing your power in someone else's hands. Seeking validation is you now asking that other person, am I enough? Rather than simply showing up as if you are already enough. You are literally placing your worth in someone else's hands. Am I attractive? Do you find me attractive? It doesn't matter who finds you attractive. You should find you attractive. That is the answer. Are you happy? Are you validated by yourself? Do you know that what you're doing right now is enough for you, for your survival, for your life, for your journey, for your process? I really dislike sort of doing things to please others or it, it comes hand in hand with the same energy of caring what people think. The more you care what people think, whether it be masculine or feminine energy, regardless of who you are listening to this, it is the complete death of your self-love. It is asking someone else to knight you with love or appreciation or attention or respect or whatever you're desiring. You can create all those feelings for yourself. So how to stop doing it? You need to start recognizing, baby, that you already have all these things you're trying to get someone else to tell you that you have. You have it within you. You do not need Tom, Dick and Harry to be DMing you your story back and saying you're sexy as fuck, you post that shit because you know you are. So that would be my kind of little piece of advice on that. Um, someone said savings advice. Okay, I was really bad at savings and money literally until this year. 
And when I say bad, I mean apocalyptic. Like I have always believed that, you know, I love luxury and I love hanging out with people. I love being social. And if I'm at a table, I'll pay for the table. Or like that was kind of energy that I used to have in the past. And now I've been more centered and clear around my money. Um, the quicker you start, the better. It's never too late to start. And my brother's really great with money. He said to me, like, even if you fuck it up, you're doing better than everyone else because you're trying. And that is so true. It's just a process. So make a budget. And people like, make a budget. It's like, what does that mean? (laughs) So get clear on how much you're spending on your necessities, on luxury, on food, on clothes each month. And I think it's a really smart idea to open separate accounts. So I have like a savings account, a money uh, account just for the money from my books. I have a savings account for a house. I'm trying to save up to buy a house, Um, savings account for a holiday, and then my general spendings account. And when I get paid, I transfer a certain percentage into savings for my house, savings for my holiday and spending basically. So it's just being smart and dividing up your money. Even if you're saving a really teeny tiny bit, it's probably better than what you've been doing this whole time. So create a little plan and open some other accounts. Um, I would really love to get better with money. I'm honestly really inspired by money and I don't even care, you know, what that sounds like. I I do really love financial goals and financial freedom is a very big goal for me. I'm very blessed and grateful that this year is the most abundant I've ever been and I want to learn more about this to share more of this with you guys. That is something I would really love to do. Uh, Maybe there is someone who I can talk to financially and interview for you guys if you know anyone please send them to me Um, but I'm definitely going to read more on this and to find more out about investing I would love to sort of grow my investments and yeah share that knowledge with you guys right now I do feel like I'm kind of at the very the first step of a whole mountain with money and finances and saving but yeah just watch this space I will definitely 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 be pursuing that especially for you guys because I know that I really feel passionately about women earning their own money and being free financially and being able to support themselves and give themselves the life that they've always wanted okay this is going pretty well right I'm like breathe Cass find the space to breathe 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 because I literally guys I still have a blocked nose this is so fun though I'm like literally hanging out with you guys in my bedroom we're not in the studio like it's just me and you how are you guys where are you right now I wonder where you are where do you listen to this tell me where you listen to this okay this is not the point can we please keep going um someone said is it okay for your boyfriend to joke about wanting to sleep with his flatmate fuck no dump his ass whoever that person is they've sent me like a hundred messages about their boyfriend talking about other girls in front of them no also guys you kind of people treat you how you let them treat you so stand up for yourself and communicate that that is outside your boundaries people who are upset with you having boundaries are people who didn't want you to have boundaries in the first place so do not let yourself be walked over. Listen to the signs and stay in your worth. Like, I think we really need to start staying in our worth. Um, someone said how to get over their ex. That's a really good question. You know what? With getting over people and getting over breakups, it is a long journey. It's a process of elimination and you will be so good. You will be 
dancing with your friends one night and hanging out and then all of a sudden a song's going to play and it's going to remind you of them and you're going to feel like you've been shot into a hundred pieces on you know, in the ground, like you will feel lower than anything. And I want you to know that that's really normal and everyone goes through it. And it's kind of like mourning a death, you know, you have this relationship and you have this person and it ends. And it's like how I always think about that. Like, how can you love someone so deeply and know everything about them, dude? And then out of nowhere, they're just gone. And they, you see them on the street and they look at you like you're nothing. Um, so it, it is like a period of grief and go through all the stages, look at the photos and reread the texts and play the songs and cry and eat the ice cream and get it all out of you. And then when you've done that, pick your bad bitch self up. Um, I, it sounds so cliche, but I really love trying new things. And that just might be my little Libra ass Aries rising. Also, I just snapped my bra if you heard that. <laughs> but I really love trying new things. So like signing up for a dance class or a painting class or getting into some creative outlet. It might sound um, like something that you really don't want to do. Or even like maybe just like going to the gym, like get a gym membership or go do yoga. Just go try something that you haven't tried before. I think that has really helped me with moving on um, and just knowing my worth and and finding gratitude and thankfulness for that person and literally thinking, thank you. Like, thank you for that relationship. Thank you for everything you taught me. Um, and this is our time to go forward individually and I'll always love you. And now it's my time to shine, baby. Like be selfish and be, you know, young and just go spread your wings. So I hope that helps and answers your question. Okay. Someone said help with making tough decisions. Guys, I have been thinking about this so much, like so much. Okay. Hear me out. I have such a strong belief that every single one of us has the deepest connection to our intuition, right? We all have this ability to access our intuition and on some of you, it will be stronger than others. Some of you will have gut feelings. I have very strong gut feelings. Some of you will have thoughts or you will listen to your heart or your brain or whatever it is, but you all have that intuition. You know, like when you know you're going to run into someone or you say them and then they pop up like those kind of moments. So I have this theory where asking for advice too much is actually bad or not bad, but be careful about the people that you ask advice from. So if you're talking about a boy or a girl or whatever it is, and you're asking all your friends, you're getting all their opinions and all their thoughts. And although your friends might be incredible and amazing people, that doesn't mean that they're right. When people give advice, they're literally telling you what they themselves need to hear. And you don't know what part of their soul or being is coming into this. You don't know what part of their shadow or their ego or their sadness is coming into this. So if you're listening to all these opinions, my point is it it literally is like it's throwing you away from that deep intuition you have within you. And I would really love us for the next little while to focus on growing our intuition and trusting ourselves. Trust yourself. Trust that every day you know what you want and what's going to serve your soul's purpose best. Literally, guys, if you were like, 
standing at a cafe and there's like a brioche or a piece of banana bread, tap into your intuition and go, which one do I want? Just practice it on really tiny little things. Which one would be good? And then go with the one that ignites your soul and that feels happy. You know the right answer. You know the right decision. You are right every time. And for any of you going, Cass, I try that. And then I think one option and then I'm like, oh no, what about the other one? You're letting those thoughts get in the way. You're living in that triangle, full moon, tree mentality that we just talked about. That is not you. You are the observer. That is conscious thought when you realize you are observing your thoughts and they can come into your mind and go out just as easily. That is how, or the intuition example, I guess, that you need to focus on. And dear God, guys, I am so guilty of this. Like when I go through something or if I'm seeing someone or whatever, I want all the advice. I want to tell my friends, you know, what should I say? Blah, blah, blah. And I've really realized recently that that actually distorts your originality and your vibe and your authenticity. And it literally makes you come across as someone that you're not. I I know I'm using this in a relationship sense, but if you sort of have 18 different opinions on what you should say, and then you curate what they all say and say what that those people told you to say that isn't your original voice and so that person is literally dating someone who isn't even you and I'm I'm really lucky that I've kind of tried to apply this early on like a couple years back and I have tried to really work on my intuition and my gut feeling I'm absolutely not perfect on it my Libra ass she's got she can never decide but it, it's, do you get what I'm kind of saying here? So with that person who wants advice on tough decisions, um, yeah, listen to your gut, like really make that a goal guys going forward after this podcast. Let's really start listening to our gut. Um, okay. So the other thing that everyone's been talking to me advice, uh, talking to me about and asking for advice on is uni. A lot of you guys are going back to uni and that's really, really cool. Congratulations. That's super cool. Um, A lot of you relating it because you can't find jobs, you can't find work right now, you're wanting to upskill. Guys, uni, just know this. Sometimes it's not about what you're studying, right? I studied, I did study, I did law and then I dropped out of law and I did politics and international relations and media and film. And it's not about what you're there to learn. Going to uni is so beneficial because it lets you try on these different hats. The whole time I was spent writing essays to help argue for someone else and, you know, push someone else's opinion, I learned how to write for myself. I learned how to have my own opinion in my piece of writing. And I ended up becoming a writer. So it really does lead you there. And sometimes I know it's really hard because you feel like, oh, this isn't what I want to do. And I don't know if I'm going to use it. And I'm here because of my parents. And uni is really tough. Like people super, super underestimate that. No one tells you that when you're in high school, they don't tell you how much self-motivation and how, you know, you go through these moments, or at least I did in my degree where I just questioned everything. And I, there were moments I wanted to drop out. There were moments I didn't and you love it and you hate it all at once, but it is such a beautiful time of your life, regardless of what age you're doing it. It holds so much knowledge and worth. And in my opinion, it never goes wasted. I don't think that everyone needs to go there. I don't think everyone finds their answer there, but I think it is really beneficial. Um, so yeah, someone, everyone's basically just saying that they feel lost at uni. Dude, 
everyone feels lost at uni. Everyone feels lost at uni because you don't know what's coming after it. (laughs) Unless you're in that minute group of people who maybe do engineering or something where you get like a job at the end. I don't know. Is that a a thing? Someone tell me. But everyone feels lost at uni, dude. Everyone's just trying to navigate it and figure it out. And uni sometimes takes longer than expected, okay? And that's all right. Like, it's all good. I know I'm talking to a lot of people right now, baby. Like, my degree went a semester over. And I remember just thinking, oh my God, like, my life is over, bitch. Like, one whole semester, are you kidding? And then I did that semester, and then I got my visa to go to the United States, and I moved to New York City, and it was fire. So, you never know what's coming. Everything in divine timing, the universe has your your back, and your personal plan will be revealed to you. Your angels will work through to come down and open up what's meant to happen for you. So, please don't stress and put pressure on yourself with, um, with this. Uh, I, I hope that was helpful. All right, guys. So that is all the questions I'm going to kind of going to run through today. I hope some of that was helpful. This was really just, um, a general sort of podcast and these sort of big sister casual chats. Uh, let me know if you did enjoy it and yeah, what, whatever, if it, it floated your boat or if it didn't, I'd love to know. Um, I'd also love to just take the space right now to put a blessing over everyone who's listening to this. I really feel compelled to do this. Uh, I can read the energy out there and I can feel where you guys are at right now. And I want you to know that with every power in me, with every light within me, with every energy source within me, that I am working with angels. I'm working with spirit to come through this podcast to bless all of you. And I want you all to close your eyes and imagine a golden light just pouring all over you. And I want you to know that you're safe and you're heard and you're seen and you're loved. And there are amazing things coming for you guys. And I know we're in a hard space right now. Trust me, I get it. I'm here with you. I have my up days, my down days. I cry. I don't cry. I feel alone. But I'm so grateful for all of you. You You're all my family. You're all my support. And I am here for you with whatever you need. I'm here to send you strength and light. And I know that this next chapter for us, for you, is going to be so beautiful and so radiant, the abundance that's coming. You guys wouldn't even believe. So have faith. Know that your angels have your back. I have your back. I'm always here for you. If you ever need anything, we can chat. It has been an honor to bring you this message today and to bless you guys and bring you hopefully a little slice of energy. I love you so much. This has been Sass with Cass. Have a great night. Actually, Cass, people listen to this whenever they want. Just because it's dark outside doesn't mean, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) oh and like buy my book etc if you haven't bought my book like buy my book etc so www.cassandragrod.com slash shop or if you want to join the podcast group for sass with cass that is on facebook the secret group it goes down on there and did i just say it goes down on me (laughs) and follow me on instagram you know where to find me i don't even need to say that shit all right see you in a couple weeks or whatever be good i love you (laughs) 